everybody. Welcome to Popcorn Planet, powered by Fandom Wire. Guys, if you have just tuned into the show with Jody, I don't know if you guys know, I'm doing a partnership over with FandomWire.com. Uh, they've been nice enough to make me be, uh, I don't know what I'm, the editor or something, but I'm helping them with video content over on Phantom Wire's Facebook page. So if you haven't followed me there, go check it out. Getting more exclusive and stuff because they got a million, over a million followers. Uh, so it's been a lot of fun. So thanks for Phantom Wire. Uh, and thank you all for tuning in today. Sorry I missed my stream last night, but we're back. And my man Jody was able to stick around, show up today, this afternoon for a special time. Welcome, everybody. Jody's Corner. Hey, Jody. Hey, what's good, man? How you doing, man? Let's get this popping. I'm good. I'm having fun. I'm glad we uh, last night took a took a break. I had, had some stuff, but nothing serious. But sometimes you just gotta take a break off YouTube, man. You ever feel yeah, that I way? Yeah, I needed it too. I, needed <laughs> I think it we too, were both man. just sort of like, just like, dude, let's just kill it tonight. Thank you for everybody bearing, but it's not family always first. I wanted to take some time with my family, and, I know, and you did too. So it was some nights we just gotta have nights off. So thanks for the gotta audience for uh, got me it. energized. Uh, so I'm excited. We're back. The way this show works is I've gone through. Found a bunch of headlines of the week, past couple days. I'm going to state my opinion on my channel. Jody's going to try and change my mind when he disagrees or if he wants to have fun with me and take devil's advocate and just come at me anyway. Similar to how we do it on Yin Yang. Sorry, I quickly was eating my salad lunch and I, I ate it too fast. Ooh, because you ever have that, Jody? We're just so friggin' busy that you just forget to eat food. Guys, don't do it. Always make time for your veggies. All right. Uh, I never forget to eat. Uh, you can tell by my lady lunch. <laughs> you had some hot links or something <laughs> in the oven? Yeah, I had I was two jealous. hot links, bro. <laughs> two spicy, delicious, juicy, popping off the side, grease falling off onto my bun, hot links. They were fire. Glad to hear it. I had a nice salad. See, we're a complete hey, yin and yang. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> uh, all right. So let's get to first topic. Oh, I see a couple. Let's get to it. Uh, thanks, everybody. Sierra, hey, everybody. Sierra. I see some uh, amazing uh, Mark C. Thank you for the support here. Um, here we go. Uh, he, so he, we're talking about this first topic. So it looks like he's relevant. So let's get to the first topic. Then I'll bring in Mark's comments. But you guys all can right. uh, chat in, add some, add. Just, you can change the course of the show at any point. If you got a headline you want us to cover, super chat it over, and I will give the the floor to you guys. I uh, but let's get uh, to this first sort of topic. Um, why is this not showing up the right way? Hold on. It's supposed to be there. Uh, turn it. Oh, I see what's happening. I made it too big. Bear with me. There we go. All right. So Birds of Prey, title change. Now, keep in mind, I did this last night. <laughs> uh, now, since then, I've learned that, that, that it's not actually an accurate thing. Apparently, the studio didn't actually change the title. Um, just the theaters are doing it on their own sort of accord, but I'm still going to stand by my belief on this, that I think the title is a great move. It is a smart move. And I, I'm going to argue, I guess I'll argue a little bit against what I really believe, but I think this actually could have and would have helped change the movie if they had actually called the movie Harley Quinn instead of Birds of Prey. I think this was a smart choice. Jody, are you down to challenge me and say, no, that's I not am. <laughs> I'm down for that. I'm down for that 100%. Before I get there, I want to read Mark. Uh, Mark sent a couple chats over. Thank you for the support, Mark. Movie would have been better served if Ewan McGregor had stayed quite... Quiet. Uh, quiet. Uh, this is the third film in a year where creative mentioned feminism and male misogyny when describing their film, Charlie's Angels, Dark Fate, and now Birds of Prey pattern much. The Birds of Prey title change was a little too late. Uh, look, I th and thank you for that support, Mark. That's a, You were very generous with your chats over there, and, and I appreciate it. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll address that. You, you are correct. These films that have sort of come out and are like, 
feminism, we're, we, movies for us. And then they bomb, and then they, Margot Robbie's like, come out and be like, come on, men, see the movie too. It's just like, well, what did you expect? Like, let's stop marketing it to, to, to men, to women. Just market it as a movie for everybody, right? I think is where we got to be as, as Hollywood grows. And I don't think the marketing did that. The marketing was extremely disjointed and all over the place. Uh, and I think they did cater to more of a female, or I would even argue, you know, uh, I think uh, definitely uh, more of a, like a, Gay audience was was definitely. I know that my, my a couple of my friends were super jazzed about the movie, but it felt like they were going more for that sort of that the groups versus everybody. Um, and then uh, now that the movie's not clicking with all the quadrants, they're sort of what do we do? What do we do? I see they're trying to change it now. The title change is clearly part of that, but let's just focus on the title change. The title change would have helped this movie tremendously because it was a Harley Quinn movie. This movie wasn't a Birds of Prey movie. That's the biggest uh, problem I have with this movie. And we, there's a lot of problems I have with this movie, to be fair. But the movie wasn't a Birds of Prey movie. Once the Birds of Prey showed up, it actually was a better movie. Let's be honest. Uh, Harley, it was Harley Quinn's movie. So if you're going to make a Harley Quinn movie, you should have called it Harley Quinn. When I went and got tickets, I, I was like, oh, I'm here for the Harley Quinn movie. I didn't call it Birds of Prey. No one's called it Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey was a terrible name. And so the theaters having the balls to say, you know what, Warner Brothers, we're going to do this movie better than you did. And we're going to call it what you should have called it is absolutely a smart move and only helps the film and be marketed the right way. So, Jody, change your mind. Yeah, I don't think that it was a good idea to change the title because the title has very little to do with why the film is having issues in the box office, in my opinion. Nobody wanted to see the film. That's just what I... We have to just chop it up to that. And when I mean nobody, I mean the people who go see these comic book movies in the first place. I was shocked at the box office. I, I thought that it would at least make $500 million at the end of its run worldwide. But I'm shocked and stunned, and I'm, and to be honest with you, bro, I'm proud. I'm quite proud of the pop culture community because a lot of people saw those trailers. Those were two back-to-back bad trailers that we're not talking about. So we use trailers to dictate whether we're going to go to a movie or not. What is the number one source of marketing that gets people to a theater on opening weekend. It is the trailers. Word of mouth comes afterward. It's after opening week. So the second week, we'll see what word of mouth does. And this movie's not good, so word of mouth ain't going to be there, brother. So for the first week, it was those trailers and the hype that get us into the theater opening weekend. And them trailers sucked. They weren't good trailers, whether it said Harley Quinn on the title and the Birds of Prey or Harley Quinn or Birds of Prey and Harley Quinn. T- it doesn't matter. The title has nothing to do with why this movie's taken. If you change the title to Harley Quinn, all right, yeah, maybe you'll get an extra $2 million to your box office. But does that help you? Does that really change the scenario? It would, Changing the title does not take this from a bad situation to a good one. It might take it from a bad situation to a slightly less bad situation, but at the end of the day, the freaking trailer sucked and nobody wanted to see it. Look, I think we <clears throat> agreed more than we disagreed. I think because I think you did. You're right. I'm not arguing the merits of the film. The film failed, and the film failed because of a lot of problems. But I do think the title change is a smart move, and they should change the title. I think the fact that now they're like, no, no, we didn't change the title. That was just they're saying here in the article. No, it was just for um, search. Uh, apparently for display search purposes only for vendors and theaters. Not an official title change. So this isn't like Edge of Tomorrow, Live Die Repeat. Um, 
this is just done so theaters are like, well, people are looking for Harley Quinn and they can't find it. So we're going to just call the freaking movie Harley Quinn. So to me, in that regard, it just sort of just proves this was a dumb title change. I mean, a dumb title to begin with. Birds of Prey, the fabul- fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Oh, yeah. just shoot me in well, the we face. We knew that for months, though, didn't we? <laughs> didn't we know that for months that the title was trash? Warner yeah. Brothers kept it. Everybody was fine with it. When Margot, no, I think it was longer than six months. I think we knew for like about a year. Because I remember when, uh, about a year ago, when when uh, she wrote on a napkin and she showed the picture to the world. And I remember covering it about a year ago. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, this is the title? No way. <laughs> This is the title, <laughs> bro. That's we've been knowing for a year. That's the title, and we've been okay with it until then. It's only now that it's not doing good in the box office that we're trying to say, why? How could this be? It's the title. No, it's men's fault. Men didn't show up. <laughs> Bullshit. It's freaking. I, this shit sucks. Look, wants to see it. I can't. The trailers were bad. I hate all the anti woke YouTube stuff. I'll be honest. I'm not, I don't care when movies are woke. It's just like, I just want to watch movies. I do, because that's why you got Birds of Prey. But what I, what I, what I hate just as much is when a movie does go woke, which they did. They're like, look, we're focusing for women. And then they go and blame, well, come on, the men aren't. It's like, what do you expect? You can't, it's like, and this happened with Elizabeth Banks and Charlie's Angels is like, this, like, after the fact when you you admitted you're doing it and i don't care that you did it do it whatever you make your movie for whoever the hell you want to make your movie for is what i'm trying to get at i don't care i choose whether to buy the ticket or not i don't want to get into whether it's i don't care if it's woke or not i'm either going to enjoy it or i'm not but you can't go woke and then complain and cry when guys who are annoyed that your movie's woke didn't go see your freaking movie and then go, well, wait a second. I just hate people who don't have conviction. It's like, but it's I, the I, biggest problem in Hollywood is like, like even if you're going to be a Trump supporter, which I hate, at least then own it and can have the conviction to stand by then the things that you believe. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care what side you're on, Hillary, whoever, like politically, anything. It's like, just have conviction. And if you're going to make a woke movie for feminists, it's like, that's what we made. Then freaking own it. And don't come out and blame the guys when it fails. Go ahead. I think that it's, it's it, I don't know what you think about this. Isn't it ironic that the very same vehicle that they use to promote these movies and to make these movies and for these movies to get an extra juice to succeed, which is the identity SJW wokeness, is the same reason it seems like why these movies are starting to begin to fail. And now they're blaming, and the same thing they're using to catapult the film, they're using to attack why it doesn't work. So what is it going to be? Like, are you... Uh, uh, that's why I said I'm proud, bro. I'm proud because <laughs> in about two years, maybe a year, in about two years, bro, this shit is going to be, people are going to lash out at stuff for this. And well, I don't know why look. you said you don't like wokeness, but I look, you got to, real, real quick, Andy, before you go, having that wokeness, the the, the, the agendas in films, so wait, it shouldn't I, be in our it, pop, it shouldn't be in our comic book movies. Well, so I'm so I, fine I, with it. Explain else. to me because just and, and maybe because I want to make sure we're on the same page. I mean, we probably are, but explain to me and people walking. What made Birds of Prey so woke? Let's actually go there. What for you? What, okay. Describe it. What what is the specific reason it's woke? Okay, every single male character in the movie was a tyrant, a backstabber, a traitor, or an, uh, uh, a, a maniac. Like not one male character in this entire film had any, even the one character. But weren't they some of the women to too? I mean, I would argue Harley Quinn is as well. No, they turned Harley Quinn into a saint. They mm. is Harley Quinn is Harley she had Quinn a, the she same had a Harley nice Quinn from thing Suicide at the Squad? end, but she still blew off the team, and she's selfish. I know, but 
I would just, was, but uh, sure, but she's she's not like Black Mask level or what's his name, Shaw, whatever. He wasn't, she wasn't as crazy, but she has they been. They painted Harley as a victim throughout the whole film. She's an anti-hero. Yes, I agree. Okay, fine. I know, but, but she was the pro, she was the protagonist in the film. Even though she's a bad person, they still the way the the flow of the script and the direction was. Oh, bad guys are out to get her. Innocent little Harley just trying to eat a breakfast sandwich. Uh, she just wants to live, and she's breaking up with a guy who's the real bad guy. Look, I agree. So they made her look like the the the. the it would have been almost cooler if if uh, black some one of the main villains was a woman too. That would have been a cooler difference. I, I don't disagree. That's with what that. you're supposed to do. Yeah, that, that would have been nice. Or having one dude in the Birds of Prey and just sort of as the out, as the outsider, the typical female role in the group could have been interesting too, right? It gives it an interesting dynamic to go. So I'm okay. I'm with you so far. Keep going. Here was the huge uh, slap in the face across for me that I was like, okay, they have a, they're, they're, they hate men. They're, they're making men look like the Asian man who had all refuge for every criminal in all of, of Gotham, right? Yep. Every criminal, he knew the location of everyone. He kept secrets for years. Harley trusted this man, the Asian man at the restaurant, and he saw, he dimed her out for some money, bro. I'm sorry. That's it. So that was a, a symbolism of even this man that I trust. Even this man that I had love and confinement for betrayed me. Like, he ain't shit. He just well, closed I wanna, his van and, and I want to talk. Can we talk? Because, sorry, we're spoiling the movie. So, spoiler warning. I want to talk about that scene. I freaking hated that scene. And I wasn't even thinking it in the way you're pitching me, which is fair. It was just such a stupid scene. Why what? were you crying over the Chinese food guy? Like, what? Like, it just showed how stupid the script was and how ridiculous yep. the whole movie was. And so my I react my visceral to that scene had nothing to do with its wokeness. It had to do with its lazy writing. And so I guess that's where we're sort of, you know, we can agree. It's like think about why it's there though. You call it lazy writing because it wasn't uh trailed in other movies. If that same Asian man was in BBS and Suicide Squad, then it's character development. Right, but, but if that, if that owner had been a woman and and betrayed her, it might have made it a little bit better. That's the but... point. It wouldn't be a woman. That's the point. It had to have been a man to make the the message. I, I guess where I'm stuck, and I don't know, I don't know, <clears throat> I don't believe that was the intent. I really just believe that was. Then explain to me the role of the police captain who kept taking her her credit. The, well, that one was. I'll give you that one. That one was. But, I, but I'm just saying the Chinese restaurant owner, I think that was just lazy. Like, oh, no. That was misogynist writing. That was like, oh, okay. I can't put a, a smart woman there to be the villain. Uh, I didn't. It, it's just, you're right. There, there was a little bit of, to me, again, laziness. Of like every, not really seeing it through. The whole movie officer, screamed as lazy and no no plan and changing it halfway through. So again, I'm you, not. Go ahead. Did you notice in the police station scene when she was shooting people with a set with a weapon that they were all men? There Where was a woman in there. There was a woman in the police station. Didn't catch it. She didn't catch a shotgun. I mean, that whole scene was stupid in itself. If you're right, I'm not disagreeing. Exactly. You see, you see what I'm saying? Like every bam, everybody got shot. It was they were they were stupid dumb cops. How do you come in a police station and do that? Well, how do you, you just, come in a police station and not get shot? That was why I was frustrated with that. That's scene. what I'm saying. It was more ridiculous of like beanbags. Why dumb. is she shooting people? It, we are in the same agreement. The movie's dumb. Don't get me. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to understand if the intent was. Uh, and I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I hear no, you. No, I know. I was looking for a female cop to get shot too. That's it. Sure. And a, I, I, you're right. If, if the owner of the of the restaurant had been female, it would have made the movie better. It just would have made it more dynamic. Yes. So I don't disagree. We're on the same page. I, I guess I just I wasn't watching it for that. Is what I'm saying. It I wasn't watching it for that either. But it sticks out. Yeah. When you say it, I'm, I hear you. Um. I. But I, what sticks out is I think we agree. Their scenes are stupid. 
The scene well, is stupid because it's like, why is she in the police? The whole you made an R-rated movie, and you're going in the police station with beanbags. You're Harley Quinn. You just dated the Joker. Why on earth wouldn't you just be showing shooting people in the face and actually embracing the R rating if you're going to go for R and lose all the money and the tickets of everybody else? That's it's just like it was point. such a stupid reason. That to me was yep. the real reason the failure of those. It was a safe R when it was like, why even do it? Yep. Go sexualize and go violent and go where the R rating should take you. And that to me to was do the bigger a problem. Review. We need to do a spoiler review on this this week. Okay, we'll do a Jody it. Jody and Andy spoiler review. <laughs> I mean, we're sort yeah. of doing it, but we'll, we'll get into this more. But I see people in the audience, like because a lot of my audience is just so I, – I see this uh, – what is it? Uh, Hail Caesar. Calm down, man. Uh, I'm sorry I'm not as anti-woke as you want me to be, <laughs> but at least I'm listening. Like, Christ – uh, I just I don't like the movie for its stupidity, and I don't watch it for po identity politics. I just don't pay attention to that. I understand people are now, but I just watch the movie for the movie. I try to, to phase out. But when you point it out to me, I agree, and I call it lazy writing of just like, yeah, let's make better, let's make smarter female characters and smarter male characters. Let's just do cool characters and a cool movie that has a fun plot and not focus so much on. Oh, it's like I did. I actually liked that they didn't just call out Black Mask and everything. They didn't do like a big moment where like you're gay. They just made them like a gay couple and made them act like sociopaths. And they focused on it and just made it be a thing. I prefer that. I prefer when someone writes a gay character and doesn't have to have a big scene of like, oh, you're gay. It just to me, that was the right move. Right. So there were like efforts that I thought they were trying to do. Uh, just sort of have things be in the movie without hitting you over the head with it. But I will acknowledge there were definitely some obviously female empowerment moments. Women are good, men are bad moments throughout and the film. And I'm down for female empowerment. I'm all down for that. I want female empowerment. I don't want female empowerment and male bashing. It's That's not what feminism Fair is. Enough. Fair female enough. Female empowerment, male empowerment, equality, not male bashing. So like, like uh, if you look at the film, you see all these characters and then you see the men are this and they're not that. And then you see that the villains, the two villains talking about Zaz and Black Mask, they're they're gay. So, you know, and they're not uh, Black Mask is not a manly man. He's a flamboyant, effeminate, egotistical. And let's be weirdo. clear. I, li I liked them. I thought they were badass villains. Did you not like them? I like both of them, but I hate them as Black Mask and Zaz. Fair. You know what I mean? Like, that's not Black Mask and that's not Zaz. He had the mask for a minute. Yeah, like he like he, he he's spent the entire movie. <laughs> You'd think he would like put it on a few more times just to like stare yeah, at himself. Yeah, like, like he something. wasn't black mask in the movie to me. He was just a, an, another made up character who was entertainingly funny and charismatic. But that was not black mask. Don't call him black mask. Just make something else up. Yeah, I feel like this film was using comic book iconisms and comic book iconic names to get people to watch and you're bringing me and luring me into something that I think I'm going to get and then you slap me across the face with bullshit. Well, let's just spoil a bit of it because we're get, we're here and I just want to talk about this. It's more interesting than some of the other stories I have on deck. I was really annoyed. I'm not going to get a major, major spoils, but I was really annoyed the Joker wasn't in the movie. It was like, how do you make him such a big part of the script and, and Harley's arc and then not have him show up at the end to do Joker versus Harley? Like that, take Jared Leto out of it because I know that complicates things. But the movie that they wrote and showed us, Mr. J, oh, I miss Mr. J. I gotta move on from Mr. J, blah, 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 Mr. J, Mr. J. I was just like, stop talking about him. It was like, you know, that guy, somebody who's like dating your, the crazy ex and is not over and can't move on and keeps, it's mm -hmm. like the movie just couldn't get over Joker. And it was like, 
either go Joker, like do it and bring the Joker in and have her blow the Joker up, which might have been actually a cool way to get rid of Jared Leto and give Jared Leto at least the respect of like, all right, fine, we're going to finish your arc on this and blow you up there. Just give me something. Or don't mention him at all. It was like so irritating that they did that sort of half-ass like, I'm going to blow the chemical plant because then everyone would know that I'm not with Mr. J anymore. It was just like, it was so stupid. And it just like well, what do you, dumped what her you down. Do? What were they supposed to do? I didn't they mind the idea of... No, I mean, you, one, you, they could have done anything they wanted. They were had Jared Leto on contract, and they could have easily negotiated and nah, gotten him back on. Nah, the fans wouldn't have liked it, to be fair. Yeah, that wasn't going to happen. But, that was going to be But bad. I, 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 then don't make the movie, because the problem is you made a Harley Quinn that's dating Jared Leto's Joker, and Harley Quinn uh, and the Joker are a freaking relationship. Say that three times. Don't make this movie. I didn't want it. <laughs> that's another thing. That's another. That's probably the golden goose egg. No one wanted this movie. DC is doing good and had Aquaman, it had Wonder Woman, it had Shazam, it had Joker. And then you went three steps back to 2016 Snyderverse and you brought up this old shit. There is nothing, and I mean nothing in Birds of Prey that advances the DC Universe canon. I agree. No, I agree with you there. I, but I, what I'm getting at is I, I didn't hate Harley Quinn in Suicide Squad. I will admit that. I, I, I liked her a lot in Suicide I, Squad. I liked her. So that you asked who wanted like I was I was, I was not opposed to the idea of a Harley Quinn movie, but I would have oh, much yes. preferred to see, because I liked her in Small Doses. Now that I've seen it, I'm like, yeah, no, I was wrong. I don't want it. But my point is I, I would have rather seen, knowing from the animated series, which I watched and loved, like Joker and Harley Quinn is what it is. And they tried to shoehorn that in into Suicide Squad. And Jared Leto did a really bad take that I didn't like. I'll be clear. But if if you're going to do it, if you're going to make the movie, which they did, how do you – I just don't understand from a story perspective. How do you not then have her show off to show up against Joker at the end? Right or wrong, like good or bad, like do, do you not agree like – the movie wrote him into the movie in such a way that was such an important character. And then ne she never gets to face him at the end to sort of say, I win or F you. And to me, that was a huge failure of the movie. Don't mention him at all. Like just be over him and fast forward and say, I broke up. I, w I don't talk about him anymore. Aren't you the guy F like, just do a joke at the beginning. So it's like said, and then you've moved on and you never mention Mr. J again and focus on your own story is what I'm saying. Or, do it all and then have a surprise guest where Jared Leto shows up at the end and be like, I hear you've been effing up the town and give her an opportunity to beat her foil. Do you know what I'm saying? From a, just a basic screenwriting perspective, it just pissed me off that they kept reminding us of him, which made me annoyed, and then didn't even like do a payoff with it. because I didn't really care too much about that. But don't, did you watch the show, like cartoon? Like, did you have any familiarity with Harley Quinn and Joker? Like, to me, their dynamic. Absolutely. You don't. Yes. But wouldn't you have preferred to see their dynamic done right in a movie if you're going to do a movie with Harley Quinn? No, not in this movie. I didn't expect Joker because I know about the the technical stuff around the drama about they need to cast the new Joker. There is going to be a new Joker. Jared Leto is like freak DC. He went to Sony. He's last the way he feels. Well, no, like DC was like freak J Jared Leto. Let to be clear. both ways. It was both. It was both ways. They don't want to have nothing to do with each other. Jared Leto is never coming back as a Joker. No, I, I agree Joaquin that now. Phoenix is another universe Joker. They gotta be careful here. That's why it's genius that. Uh, Superman at the end of Shazam didn't show his face. Because right. they now showed Henry live. Cavill's face, and now you recast him in the next standalone film, 
now you're 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 questioning. Oh, is Shazam not canon now? I think it's that's it's perfect. Don't show Joker. No, there's nothing. Side squad well, this movie. You lost me there. There's, you don't want to commit. There's nothing perfect in the DCU right now. <laughs> they have no idea what it they're was, doing. It, it was perfect. What on this fire? Aquaman and freaking Joker was lit, man. No, and just, I'm just saying from the connect, the connected, the extended. I'm sorry, the E of the EU. I just I don't buy it. it, it, it it's so it's coming together. Got to wait till it's after. It's so Flash confusing what's Flash. connected. But yeah, I, yeah I'd love Flash for it to Flash. get connected. Uh, let's. Yeah. I'm gonna get Master Penguin, Harley Quinn, Endgame. Yeah, that would be a better title. Uh, but I'm not surprised they haven't done that. Uh, Genshi Fox, for love of God, get uh, Young Ripa 59 to appear in your show, Andy. Okay, thank you, John. Don't loop me in. You know my info. Reach out. But thank you for the support. Uh, I don't know who that is. Uh, Mark C. It was announced Tim Miller's animation studio was bringing uh, Eric Powell's mob henchman zombie killer goon to cinemas. Have you heard any updates? I haven't. Have you heard, Jody? No, I heard nothing on that. No, I, no, uh, uh, no, I don't know. Tim Miller, Tim Miller of, of, of Terminator and Deadpool. Um, I don't know. I'll look. I'll check it out for you though, Mark. Uh, thank you for the support. We'll. I'll look into it. But I haven't heard any news on that. Um, so, all right. So, uh, and then I think I got the. Yeah, I got the other. I oh no, here works. was one. Whatever that this is one for came Tim from. I hope it works because he's been having a tough time with his direction. Who? Tim, Tim Miller's. Oh been yeah, yeah, a no, for time. sure. Yeah. Uh, there was one. James Hopkins. Thank you. Sorry. Men buy comics and see these movies more than anyone. Don't alienate your biggest audience. Men don't want to see a movie where they're lectured about how horrible men are. That's why BOP failed. Look, James. I, I look. I hear you. I'm. I, it wasn't. It didn't bother me. To be fair, I got. I wasn't the reason I hated the movie. I hated it for other reasons. It just. It was a bad movie. It was lazy. It was disjointed. It was part of a universe that I'm like, is this connected to what? Where is the Joker? Even though I don't like the Joker, at least should he be here? There was so many problems with the movie that I, but I, sure, I hear you. Um, I, I, I see there's a large audience who does agree. Like they just don't want to, men are bad, women good. Um, you can be more creative about it. And I, and I think it's a bummer because I think the villains weren't bad. Ewan McGregor and uh, Chris Masano were creepy and good. Um, but they could have figured out a way to, to, to make it more interesting. I, I agree. Um, so there you go. Uh, any other thoughts you want to mention before I jump on to the next one? Because I, I do want to keep this tight. Yeah, I, I, I do. I do want to say this, that I don't think that um, the wokeness is too much of a factor when you have a film that's good. I am willing to forgive so much SJW and wokeness in a film if the movie is good. Don't hit me across my face with SJW propaganda and wokeness and this and that. And make and then make a trash comic book movie. Now I'm double pissed off. If you go and do it, put that shit in a good film. You know what I mean? And and I'm willing to forgive a little bit. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Make make the movies better is what I'm saying. The quality of the movie is the number one thing that counts. Um. Yeah. Love it. Uh, speaking of, well, I'm trying to make sure I have this next article is actually. Uh, uh, okay. Um. And while he's oh, figuring sorry. all thought, that stuff out, I read this I, while I wrongly. Could, Go ahead, sorry. What? Yeah, so while you're figuring all that stuff out, uh, guys, if you guys have not seen Birds of Prey, ask around. Go to the theater, check it out on matinee, three dollar theater. I heard it's being demoted from IMAXs and um uh, uh what is the Dolby Dolby uh the Dolby Atmos, Atmos yeah. Dolby Atmos? It's being degraded from AMC Dolby. Guess what's taking its place this weekend? What Sonic? Sonic the Hedgehog. And Sonic wasn't even shot in it, right? Sonic the Hedgehog, oh, man. bro. It's coming. In. <laughs> I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of stoked about that, to be honest. I'm, uh, I'm, t- I'm definitely checking it and, out. And bro. Sonic is great. I've seen it. Uh, I, w- I guess I wasn't supposed to review it. I didn't get an embargo link, so I got early. Uh, but World of Geek and I did it 
we posted because we weren't told not to, and they did pretty well for us because we were the only ones out there. Um, but uh, it's good. It's good, guys. Stay tuned. And I got actually, I got some insight on Mario uh, dropping this week. I got an exclusive. I'll tip you off before it's up, Jody. But oh, all right. Because after song, I'm like, well, where's the Mario movie? Uh, uh-huh. So stay tuned. Subscribe. Hit the subscribe, guys. Um, all right. Next up, I just did a report on this too because I'm a huge fan of this guy. Uh, are you as well, Rick Moranis? Man, you remember Rick Moranis? No. Uh, do the left Hollywood? Honey, I shrunk the kids. Yeah, honey, I shrunk the kids. Uh, yeah, Spaceballs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Little Shop of Horrors, Parenthood, My Blue Heaven. I, I what, did, grew, didn't he, what did he get? He said he was stressed up, out or something like that. Grew up with his movies, so he. And it's a really sad story, actually, not to down everybody, but like his wife died of breast cancer in 1997, and he left to go watch, you know, parent his kids. He's like, I'm, I, he left to go do that, and then never missed it. And for decades, he just stopped acting to focus, be a dad amidst that loss, which I can't even imagine. Um, and just found out that he liked that better than being an actor. Didn't care about nothing. Brought him back. Ghostbusters. People tried to pay him all the time. The dude was like, I'm good. And then he just took a break. It got longer and longer and he didn't miss it. And he didn't do it. And I'm just like, man, I love that guy. It made me love him more. Cause I'm like, he just didn't need the, he just didn't need it. He didn't get stuck in the, you know, the, the appeal of it all, like which so many people do in Hollywood, they need it. Right. And he just realized, no, I'm going to put my attention and my, uh, focus on my family, and that's more important. I've been lucky enough to get this wealthy and do it all. Like, dude, more power to him. So anyway, what I love this story is they've now closed the deal. This is confirmed. He's going to be doing his first on-screen acting role, uh, reprising wow. his role as Wayne Zielinski in the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids sequel. And my take on this, and we may <laughs> agree or not, I'm excited. I love it because he's coming back as Wayne Zielinski. I don't even really care if the movie's good. I just love that Rick Moranis is happy. I'm just so happy that Rick Moranis is like back and he finds a script he did, Doug. He's doing it with well, Josh Gad. How do you know Gad. he's happy? How do you know he's happy? Why? You wouldn't come back to Hollywood and take the money if you, money, if you weren't like, yeah, if cool. He I needed, like, if he, he needed money, then no, he would come no, back he, and do it. He's, he did an interview. I, well, we'll get into it. So he did an interview okay. with, uh, with Variety or Hollywood Reporter. He passed up Ghostbusters. He could have he gotten tons of money. He's like, yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> He's okay. like, when the right project comes around, I'll do it. And so he's been quoted as saying that. So that's why I'm assuming he didn't, he clearly, he, if he needed the money, he would have been in both Ghostbusters movies because they went after him hard. And he's like, nope, these aren't good. <laughs> and so I applaud, like, good for you, dude. He had conviction, right? Uh, but this movie, I, I don't know, he hasn't sort of said why. We haven't had a quote from him. But um, what's interesting also is the movie is not going to Disney Plus now. They are going theatrical with this. They clearly feel better about it. Um, and the film does start Josh Gad. It's directed by the originals Joe Johnston, which I, I, I'm a fan of Joe Johnston. He did uh, Rocketeer. He did the original Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. He's in a lot of fun movies. Um, but he's back to direct. Uh, and Josh Gad... I don't have a problem with Josh Gad. Some people do, but Josh Gad's playing his son all grown up and his kids. He's trying to impress his kids and become his own scientist. And of course he shrinks his kids accidentally as well. Um, So it's sort of a way to sort of, you know, do the movie again, do the movie again, which is a little lazy, but let's, I'll give it its judgment first. But the fact that they got him back to reprise the role on screen and actually support the movie I'm on board. I will support it now because I'm a fan of Rick Moranis, and I'm glad. Look, I'm just glad the dude's okay. He's back. He's doing another family film, uh, whether he needs the money or not, or just because he thought, you know what? This sounds fun. I'm going to come out of retirement to do this. Um, sounds really cool. So um, what do you think? Any, did that get you excited now, or is, just, is, it my, is my childhood uh, growing? No, 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 no. <laughs> as a, I, I used to watch those films religiously as a kid. I loved all of them, even though, you know, they, if you look back on them now, maybe the Blue Up the Kid has some scenes that were kind of, uh. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> I, 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 I love the first the films, one is great. Man. Yeah, I'll never, I'll, my favorite, I'll never forget the, the ant in the grass. Oh. You know what I'm saying? And sad. It, so it's so nostalgic, yeah. man. So I'm a fan of this man. And um, I, 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 
the last film I saw with him in it, if, am I mistaken? Was he in Mom and Dad Save the Universe? Uh, he might. Not, I don't. Chad might be able to let us know. I think it was. I think he was in <laughs> Mom and Dad Save the Universe. Well, the direct. Yeah, uh, the director. I think he was in that. But it was it was dope. With that, I, I, I'm with the guy from uh, Ferris Bueller who's not. Uh, I'll take my my son to go see this to check it out. He was I in Big Bully. Uh, and Big Bully was the last. Honey, I shrunk. We shrunk ourselves. Was straight to DVD. Was the right. last thing he did, and then Big Bully was the first last theatrical. Uh, Little Giants. Uh, but uh, Mom and Dad Save the Universe. I don't think he was. No, I don't see it on here. Uh, okay. Spaceballs, Parenthood, uh, My Blue Heaven, I love the L.A. story. Uh, he's the grave digger in that one. It's funny. Splitting Airs. A Little Giants was a f- fun one for me when I was little. Oh, shout out to the Little Giants, man. Um, but yeah, anyway, and it's SCTV and uh, Bob, what's his name? Bob and Doug McKenzie of Strange Brew. Uh, anyway, he, he had a really iconic 90s, 80s career that was just yeah. pretty hard to be. Uh, to beat and then he'd stopped and he but he didn't retire he was doing voiceover work he did a lot of voiceover he did um brother bear he did sort of those and he did the animated bob and doug mckenzie spoof uh, uh series uh so he had done some small stuff and he did the voice of dark helmet in a goldberg's episode so he's like done some little quick voiceover stuff to sort of get a couple quick checks um but uh flintstones he was barney but uh this will be his first major role right. it's confirmed to come back and i'm i'm excited for him because i look I, of course, I don't know if the guy's happy. I am but, too. But I, I want think to be it's careful, man. It's good that uh, he's he's doing something he wants, and he's made it clear that he would only come out if he wanted to do something he wanted. So uh, good on it's good to see him back. I hope he I hope he and his family are better um, as best you can be in that situation. But uh, I support him. I'm happy. This was fun news that I wanted to just make sure we. You can check out my report on it. Also, I just posted it uh, if you want to learn more about it. Thoughts? Uh, I, uh, go ahead. Yeah. I just hope that uh, the film is good, man, because, you know, even though we're fans and we want the best for him and we're glad to see him back in Hollywood and stuff after like decades of hiatus, it would look really bad if he, of all the films he passed up and all these years that went by, if he comes back and does a mediocre well, Disney I, movie. No, and it, that could very well happen, but I don't think he cares. I mean, he did the straight to DVD one, which wasn't that good. It was literally like we shrunk ourselves. Uh, look, I I think what I, what I remember about this movie. I don't know if you've shown it to your kids. My kids love this movie. It's such a fun family film to watch with. Ki- like I watched as a kid, and then to watch it with them with a the kid, they loved it. They loved the second one too. My my younger one uh, loved watching the baby just get big. It's just sort of easy kids movie, but it's just such a fun premise. And I think, you know, I haven't seen anything since uh, that that's like it, except for Ant-Man. Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, sort of embraced it even more. Of And my kids loved it for that point. Like, when they were shrinking and going down, like, there were some really fun sequences that I haven't seen since Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. So this well, is they a, have the little movie. The little movie with uh, the, the Sony movie with Matt Damon and... Uh where they were small, downsizing. Oh, but that's not a kid's movie. I mean, sure. No. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just talking like as a family film, it's such a brilliant concept that I feel like they haven't been able to take advantage. And in this day and age with the effects the way they are, to do a full-fledged like big action movie with, you know, doing a similar style with those characters, um, it's, it's a smart way to bring that world back. You know what I'm excited about, bro? The CG, the budget. They dizzy-fy this sheet, you know, back yeah, then. Yeah, well, it's it going to theatrical. Like yeah, and it's going to be theatrical, yeah, so yeah, that means yeah, they're going to yeah, throw yeah, money I, at this. They can make it. It could look. It could look tight when they start to do the shrinking in the. Yeah, regarding the, the movie's premise, I kind of don't care. It's like, of course they're gonna re. It's the same idea, but you go back to the basic, shrink them, put them in different places this time. That that cereal bowl scene was freaking awesome as a kid. Uh, so yeah, if you fire. come up with some other cool, like where do we? All right, because remember as a kid, when cereal was in the bowl? Of course, Cheerios. Um, yeah. <laughs> 
But uh, mm-hmm. if you can come up with some cool sequences again, that's all that really matters. Have a fun heart to it. Some great sequences. Have to see Zelensky back as the dad all grown up with like his grown up kids. I don't know. My nostalgia bump bumps go up. I'm just like, woo, sign me up. Inject it into my veins. The sweet member me berries. I'm here too. I'm all for it, bro. All, all right. right next it. up, uh, the mysterious, the mysterious Sony Marvel movie uh, arriving 2021. Uh, I, I just don't care. <laughs> I'm just, they're talking Craven the Hunter now. Uh, do, do we care about these Sony villain movies or should they just be figuring out ways to put Spider-Man in more movies? I, I, I don't know. I don't know any time still going to tell on that, but uh, judging by Venom is not a good, it's not a good barometer. But if we, if that Morbius looks as good as the trailer looks, bro, we might be onto something here. And yes, I am absolutely you so wait, you, wait, wait, maybe that's the one. You're excited for Morbius? I absolutely am. Oh, okay. Let's change my change my mind. Why? Absolutely. <laughs> Why? Uh, for the the, omin- the how ominous the trailer was, how realistic it looked. It doesn't look too comic booky. It looks almost like it gave me a a a a, a very a Van Helsing type of feel when I watched the trailer. It, it looked like it was more serious and some cinematic in nature and less Sam Raimi. And I kind of like that. Jerry Leto's a good actor. He's a strong lead, and I like that part. I like the part that he's actually buff in that shit. He worked out, and I like the fact that Jerry Leto, was on, he has a chip on his shoulder because of the Joker shit. You know, they disrespected him. You know, they said, freak you, you're out of here. And he's all right. He, this is his I have something to prove role. This is the first role since, and I think he has some shit to prove. Yeah, but this and is, not a, this is like not a Joker, like, prove role. This is like a, he played Joker and couldn't do it, which is – Kind of embarrassing if we if we really want to talk That's about. That's why it. he has a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, it's how how embarrassing to be. I mean, if anything, Jared Leto was like the palate cleanser we all needed between Heath Ledger. Like we needed someone to fail, and then come back in, and then Joaquin was like, "All right, I'll do it now. I, I can do it better than him. <laughs> now at least he'll I, compare me to him instead of Ledger." Uh, and without it, but, we have Jet Leto to thank in that regard, don't we? <laughs> yeah, but if you think about the villains of what Spider Man's going to get in the future, Craven the Hunter is that dude, bruh. Like, if you do a proper Craven the Hunter film where this man looks animalistic with the fur and the and the, he's the scientist who goes wacky and, and, and hunting prizes and, and pushes Spider-Man, that's the type of villain that could push Spider-Man to his adult limits. Take that Tom Holland child and turn him into a man. Put him up against Craven and watch that boy become a man. I think he could do it. Well, I'm reading because people are telling me there's spoilers already online. I, I don't really want to read them all, but you, of course, people. I I, I've sort of just I've skimmed the top oh, of it shit. to sort of see. But anyway, apparently people will be able to tell if the movie's good because it's already all out. People are spoiling the movie, um, which I don't like. I don't even want to support it. Don't don't be like that, guys. I mean, if you're gonna read it, that's your that's your prerogative. But don't go share it all with everybody Luke else. Luke Evans as Craven. Let's do it. Uh, Luke, well, interesting take. I like him. So I don't. I'm look. I don't. I don't. I guess. Look, I, I actually liked Venom more than most. Like it has problems, but I like Tom Hardy. Well, you liked Venom more than what you mean? What well, you, I thought what? I liked the Tom Hardy parts with Venom. Like I liked the parts where he was sort of Jekyll and Hyde. Um, like the scene in the convenience store was like, "Can I eat him?" Like I, I, I had fun when they were silly. When it was silly. Like, that was when I thought, you know what? All right, fine. This is kind of funny because I like Tom Hardy <laughs> oh, trying. Shoot. And when it got all serious and sort of full of uh, – it was the, the plots I've seen a million times. Uh, it just got hokey and stupid. But I, if, if they really embrace sort of the cheesiness of it a bit and let, let Tom Hardy loose, which I sounds like they're going to do in the sequel because Woody Harrelson's all crazy. Uh, 
I'm more into that. I want that one to be more goofy and, and you can have moments of seriousness, I'm sure. But the idea of sort of this like parasite living within you and you have to sort of deal with it. Uh, it, it, that is interesting. There is a movie there, and I thought Hardy did a, a cool job. And I'm now that they've sort of gotten the why is it there out of the way. All right, let's see how they can work together and do it. And I, I'm just a fan of Hardy. Well, if you're willing to give, uh, well, I get, I, I am too. But even he couldn't save that movie. That movie was just trash for me personally. I mean, come on, if there's will- worse movies. Really? You think that's worse than? Uh, even Spider Man Three. I thought Spider Man Three was worse. Stop it! Spider Man Three is way better than Venom. No, no Come way. Spider Man Three people, is trash. People give Spider Man Three a, a trash <laughs> label because I did too. Back then, in 08, when it came out, 07, I was like, oh, this sucks compared to one and two. But over time, Spider Man Three is not that bad of a movie. I recommend a we a rewatch. I mean, look, all right, fine, I'll rewatch it. I'll, fine, maybe that'll be a fun show. It, it, but it I, I not, think you're you're throwing. Look, it's not a perfect movie, Venom, but it was fun. I see a lot of people over Venom it, all day. Venom was fun. Venom needed it was more fun than it needed to be, and uh, audiences. If you're, not, I, if you're so positive on Venom, then you really need to give Morbius Morbius a shot because I guarantee you. Morbius well, no, is Morbius didn't look fun. That's why I'm not. It looked like Morbius self pretentious Leto. I'm a vampire. Better. How skinny I got. I'm so skinny. I'm an actor. I don't want to see that for two hours. You don't think Morbius is going to be better than Venom? No, absolutely not. I will take that bet. Uh, audience, what do you think? Venom PayPal. Venom or Morbius? Do you have PayPal, you son of a bitch? <laughs> do I? Yeah. Oh, you still I owe you $20. You still owe me $20. Yeah, don't do it on Super Chat. I want it without the fee. <laughs> that's what I said. I'm going to do it. That's what I said. I'm going to PayPal it to you. PayPal. Yeah, I'll give you the PayPal. Because uh, you do owe me that Brad Pitt one. Uh, man of your word. Uh, Lan- Lannister always pays its debts. But no, but back to back to uh, Morbius versus Venom. Yeah, that my problem is he looks too serious. I, I want I want to I want I like it a little bit more silly. Uh, Venom was fun. Venom was surprisingly wait, don't you, don't, fun. Wait 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 wait. Don't you rag on the MCU for it being too kiddy and fun and silly? Uh no, I don't mind that. Isn't that the stigma? That's the mo- number one negative stigma of the MCU is that it's too lighthearted, kiddy and silly and fun. And then here we go with Sony trying to deliver us some. That's adult not my piece. review. Don't put words in my mouth. Well, I'm, I'll say it then. I, I was just <laughs> just like you said. I'm for Oprah. Come on, right. I'm not for right. Oprah. You don't just say take a look at the color Oprah. of my skin and assume I approve of Oprah. <laughs> well, you talked about Oprah and Yin and Yang. That's why you said Oprah. She said this. Like you gave her name. Yeah, no, the Jacksons hate Oprah because he she totally screwed them over. But anyway, that's and a whole separate topic. Yeah, back to the all right. So you don't have the MCU. Uh, uh, you don't. You like the MCU. The, the light. The yeah. light. No, I have no problem with it being light. I think uh, Captain oh. Marvel. Was was okay. their worst film? Uh, uh, is it the worst? Ant Man three. Ant Man three. Uh, that's my worst. MCU you mean movie. two? Ant Man and the Wasp. I'm, I'm sorry, Ant Man two. Yeah. Ant-Man no, 2. I mean I, I had fun. I, I liked it because of the Honey I Shrunk the Kids vibes. I thought that was fun. The sequences were cool. Um, okay. But I didn't see any. There were sequences like the Pez and the motorcycle. Like I can't tell you anything from Captain Marvel that I was like that was good. There well, okay. Was, the general public is mostly. Kind of oversaturated with the Marvel lighthearted uh, 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 formula, and that's why Warner. That's the main reason why Warner Brothers is still in existence and why they're still pushing the envelope is because Warner Brothers is that source that delivers the yin to the yang. It delivers that darkness, that reality, and that's what Sony is doing as well with the Morbius and Craven. So even though you don't like it. I love me a slice of reality and darkness. No, uh, I do too. I do too. So, I mean, look, uh, let's give him a shot. I do like him as an actor. Uh, I just saw a funny comment from Michael Silva. I wonder what Morbius-themed gifts he sent his (laughs) co-stars. Vials of his own blood. (laughs) 
fake fangs. Just like we like bat teeth. Uh, <laughs> he's so pretentious. That's my problem. The bat the coronavirus uh, hard, came from. It's hard to get over Leto's pretentiousness. Mm. Like I always had that problem with Shia LaBeouf too, because he was so, it seemed like such a douchebag. And then it's I saw him. Bag. Then I saw him on Hot Ones. Did you watch him on Hot Ones? I did. I really liked him in Hot Ones. I was like, okay, I get. I I understand. I just you could sense the level of respect he gave Sean Evans. And like preparedness he gave, I was like, that's not what a douchebag does. Like, so he was very reserved in the interview. Yeah, he was, he was a gentleman. He was, he was collected. He thought about his words. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah, that yeah. changed my opinion of him because I just I never would have predicted he would have had that sort of demeanor. And so my point is like, it, it's amazing a half hour talk with him, and you could just tell like this dude's serious. That's it's not pretentiousness; it's seriousness that I think I've been misconceiving as pretentiousness. But with Leto, I just I haven't seen I haven't seen like him let loose and be funny. Uh, he's just he's a rock star, and then he's like, I'm a method what you, actor. What you're, what you're not reporting on about the slotted film for 2021 was I heard it was Craven, but there's another uh, rumor out there that it's something else. Well, there's also talk of Silk, um, which they announced. Spider Woman. Yeah, in 2018. That's my problem. And Master Penguin, thank you. Everyone knows that Ant Man three is the worst. Yeah, of course. Uh, I think Ant Man three is not gonna. I think it's gonna be cool. They're gonna introduce a bunch of crazy stuff in Ant Man three. That's the rumors I've heard. They're bringing Ant Man three back because they're gonna introduce more Spider or not Spider Verse, but multiverse stuff um, that allows them to go into the quantum realm again, uh, and then set up X Men and all the other stuff. That's how they're gonna Plot use Ant Man three. It's gonna be sort of like a Fantastic Four bridge. Um, is what the rumors I've read, but I, which I think is a cool, smart. But you're right. Ant-Man has become sort of a plot bridge. And same, same with Doctor Strange. They're not like the best movies. They're plot bridges to other movies, um, which they're not the best, but they're fine. Uh, Captain Marvel is worse than Thor The Dark World from James Hopkins. Thank you, James. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, I rewatched I, Dark World. It's it's boring. Too. It's boring. It <laughs> but yeah, Captain Marvel was more offensive just because it's just like, Why? It was so fall. I hated all the forced MCU Easter eggs and back you watched, cannon. You watched Thor recently, you said, right? Thor Dark World. I watched it before Endgame. Someone, uh, you know what they needed in Endgame and Infinity War? That implosion grenade. Yeah. That grenade that just sucks everything up into was, you from Thor Dark World. It was a pretty good tool that they just forgot about. That shit could have took out Thanos, bro. It's true. <laughs> that that shit would have killed Thanos. It's true. Well, now in Captain Marvel, her sort of, I'm going to run through spaceships. It's just like uh, uh, Star Wars did, too. Like, both Star Wars Bro. and Marvel fell for, like, oh, we'll just warp drive into the, into the other ships. Why hasn't anyone done that earlier? <laughs> and now we know she can just fly through spaceships. There's no threats. There's no threats. So she's such a, a powerful character that they're literally like, she's too busy with other threats is how they sort of write it out. And I'm just like, ugh. That's so stupid. So that's my problem with Captain Marvel. Uh, Z Shot Media. So yeah, James, I, I I think Captain Marvel might be the worst. Although you know what, I don't like. I really dislike Iron Man two. I really don't like Iron Man two. It is that a movie mess. sucks too. It is yeah, a mess, sucks. and even it, it's yeah. sort of why Favreau left because Feige was forcing all this bullshit in. Um, I think Iron Man two might be worse than Captain Marvel. Uh, but it's not because there's still some probably cool sequences in Iron Man 2, and I still think Mickey Rourke is sort of just funny. <laughs> My, My boy. <bird. laughs> My boy. Uh, so, I still don't understand how Hammer understood that he said bird. Uh, my boy. My boy. Where's my, my boy? Your bird. Oh, let's get him his bird. We'll get him his bird. We'll get a bird. All right, we'll get a bird. What's worse, Iron Man 2 or Captain Marvel? Captain Marvel. <laughs> no hesitation. 
Uh, well, that, that would be the only one that makes me pause. I'd want to do a little bit more thinking before I commit. Uh, Z Shot Media, DC is a salt to Marvel sugar. We need balance. I, look, I agree. Good, good, yeah. good comparison, Z. Uh, don't disagree. I, I'm not afraid of dark. Eating savory. And that's why I liked Venom still has darkness to it, but it still is like funny, like dark humor. I like when it's dark. You, I don't think we would ever see that in Marvel's actually world. Um, it was dark. Uh, and like twisted where he's like, can I eat him now? Like, I liked that. I thought that was effed up and kind of funny. So I wanted, to, I, that's what I mean. But like it can still be dark, but still have a dark humor. Um, what was I going to say? There was something and then I just completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> the funniest part of Venom is when he said, when he was talking about Riot, he was like, well, on my planet, I'm sort of a loser like you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that Those are the parts I liked. And, I, and if they just embrace that for the movie, like I want to watch more of that. I love that the sort of funny. the Jekyll and Hyde sort of he's like stuck with this like weird alien who's like talking like to him like that. And I come to take over and feel realizing that I love sort of the realization, too, that the virus like the vet. What is it? The, the symbiote was like, yeah. I need you. So I guess I have to get let you have some of the calls too. Like made it an interesting dynamic where I'm like, it is Jekyll and I like they need each other. Like Tom Hardy dies if it's not there, and the other and the alien dies if he's so he's got they both have to adapt to each other's ways. Like it's an interesting premise. I didn't think I would be so anyway, my point is like I don't I can't call it trash. Uh I, there's I can. <laughs> there you go. Weak um, Eddie. I can't do it. All right, so let's try. Uh, I don't think we have that. I, I want to wrap up soon because I have, I have a million things to do. I'm going to be in right. Charlotte, North Carolina this weekend, and I leave tonight super early with a Don. We're doing a, a Nerd Wars there. I don't know if I'm going to be able to stream it live, but I'll try and tape some stuff. I'm going to be doing Change My Mind Nerd Editions there. Uh, this show's going to always be here, but I like when I hold the hold. I do the, the Steven Crowder. I'll hold the sign up, and I'm going to ask people there to change my mind on sort of silly issues. And I'm going to go, I'm going because the last one I did was a more conservative take. I'm going to do a liberal take and I'm going to say Birds of Prey was better than Joker. Changed my mind, and I'm going to have to force people. I'm going to have to argue with, with all the – it's a red state. I, I think they're going to be more Joker fans there. So I'm going to argue with them, see if they can change my mind. But if any of you guys have any other fun uh, change my mind topics, hit me up on social media at any signor. I'm looking for ideas. I'm going to be doing a bunch of them this weekend at the con as well as other stuff. If you're in North Carolina, Charlotte, come join us. Uh, so quickly as we wrap up, I've got, had a couple other quick stories, see if any of these stick. Uh, but Jesse Smollett indicted over false hate crime attack mm. by special prosecutors uh back to court uh, I, i'm okay with this how about you <laughs> yeah i'm perfectly fine with this motherfucker getting everything he deserves son of a bitch uh he tried so hard to like spin it with his expensive lawyers there at the end and got you know got a little bit of a like oh okay he's not but man it, karma always gets you is the lesson of this story yep. and i got no especially problem when with you're that. black <laughs> Ouch. get him <laughs> but this guy deserves it come on yeah, he deserves it, but there's a lot of other white folks that deserve it that's still chilling fair, right now. Fair, fair. The, all the yeah. all the college scandals. Weinstein people. just hey, Weinstein might get away, bro. Those I read the emails that the, the the main girl that he said he that he raped her. He got so many emails and receipts on her, bro. And I believe the the woman, but she also was still date man. Weinstein might get right. away. The problem with Weinstein actually let's go there because that's a hard one. The pro you're right Shit. because Weinstein is an evil monster. I stand. I do believe it. Everything yes, I've heard he might get away. But the, you're right. Some women might get too excited and over exaggerate, and then that can be used against them in a way that will only help Weinstein, and that's terrifying. Uh, and it shows sort of the problem we live in of just like facts. Don't Kevin Spacey's accuser. Both of them. Dead. Both of them out. Uh, yeah. Dead. Bruh. <laughs> oh, I'm saying Juicy Smollett. He's on his own. <laughs> Juicy Smollett. <laughs> 
<laughs> Can you believe his sister is Black Canary? Fire. Black Canary, yeah. <laughs> she was this great. I loved her in yeah. that. I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, that must be now. really tough on her. But man, yep. she she deserved. It's sort of that is the yin and yang. Jesse took the hit, and then her sister, his sister, just was like, bam, just lifted up the scale. Uh, but. Pff, uh, anyway, there's not much more. Juicy Smollier. Uh, look, I don't like to hate on people. I don't like canceling people, but I, this guy needs to get some justice served because this is this yeah. wasn't cool. He made up that story. Uh, Are you going to read the article? Or well, he, so anyway, we're just talking about So he's um, it's just uh, trying to... Over a year claiming he was attacked on Cold Street Chicago, Jesse on Tuesday was indicted by a special prosecutor in the case that the former Empire State probably thought was behind him. The move was special prosecutor Dan Webb filled with, filed, find, will find Smollett back in court in the Windy City to face a new criminal charges and potential jail time over the widely covered incident in June, uh, January 2019. With time behind bars, again, a possibility Smollett was indicted, indicted today on six counts of disorderly conduct by a Cook County grand jury over falsely reporting the assault. Further prosecution of Jesse Smollett in the interest of justice Justice Webb said, good for you, man. Not letting it die, which everyone was just trying to let it die. Uh, mm-hmm. He's uh, he's going to go back and to have to face face it. I, I can't imagine he can still afford all this either. This is not cheap. Um, so that's what sucks. And I, But I, look, everything I've seen, it's look, we shouldn't. I hate, I, I don't know, I don't even want to get too involved. I hate judging people beyond the worst mistakes they made, right? Everyone deserves a shot. This is but, really but bad, though. this guy just kept doubling really down bad. on the lies this guy just kept digging himself into such holes. Just own it, man. Just own it. And then it did. <laughs> just own it. Just own it and move on. But the problem is he's in a place where he can't own it because then he's going to be even more in trouble. It's, ugh, it's a, it's you a hired mess. two buff trainers from another country to buy the noose. They got him on camera. They got the two idiots at the local hardware store buying the noose and the tape. I can't wait for the movie. The movie is going to happen, bro. <laughs> he said he was walking at 2 a.m. in the icy wind to Subway. And two people and people came and MAGA'd him. Talking about a MAGA country. Uh, MAGA country. Yeah. And he hired them. And then you paid them with a check. <laughs> man, lock this man up, bro. Not only do you deserve to be locked up for being for doing this bullshit and, and taking the the, the, you effed up the, the the gay movement with the Me Too and all that shit because they, it's, you made gays look bad, bro. Yep. You made gays and yep. blacks look bad. You did. Look, I, I'm not disputing it. Keep going. Dumb, you, pay, you pay with a check. <laughs> everybody, he ain't black. Everybody, he ain't black no more. Because everybody knows growing up in the hood, you don't leave paper trails, especially when you're doing, I don't know, felonies. Bro, man, pay with a check. How you pay with a check to break the law with, bro? They got his signature. What an idiot. What an idiot. <laughs> I'm on my Will Ferrell wedding crashing sheet. <laughs> oh, you like her, dude? Yeah, I picked her up this weekend. Picked her up at a funeral. Husband died in a hang gliding accident. What an idiot. <laughs> oh, take a picture, honey. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, it's sad. Look, because I, I just, I'm, I, I'm, I agree with everything you're saying. You're on fire with it. I just, I've been there, right? I've, I've effed up, not to the extent, but I, and I got wronged. So I'm always like a little cautious. But no, this guy, this guy's, I, I, I can't, I can't deny everything you're saying. Uh, that's why he's in the news, or not. That's why I'm talking about it. Because, oof, dude, just own up to it, man. Just, the truth will set you free. It's so true. I was living a life for so long, Jody, as a disgusting cheater. And I was just, I can't even tell you how hard it was to live that life because you're always thought you're going to get caught, right? And it's right. like, well, I wasn't like abuse. I, everything I did was consensual. 
a lot of people were okay with it. You know, fan, there were a couple people, you know, like it was never a problem. But my point is living that lie. It's tough. It is the worst. It's not fair to anybody. And I can't imagine the pressure this dude's under knowing, oh, would it, you just let it go. You got to let it out. You're not going to be able to move on. You can't stand back up and move forward until you just own it. You got to own it. And that's to everybody out there. If you're hiding something, it always bites you in the ass. When you don't have skeletons in the closet biting at you at night, your life can't be good. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. It's, it's, when you when you lie that much, look. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna go back to my personal days when I used to be a player. Player had three, four, five girls at a time, switching Mondays and Tuesdays and Saturdays. Freak. What number is it? The hardest thing is remembering the lies. Mm-hmm. It's hard it's to remember the lies when you got so many of them. Play it. Being a player is a full time job. Then you work plus overtime, and that's a young man's game. And I and got all of that, that energy too. spent in the wrong place. Energy, bro. Oh. <laughs> so much energy. We gotta do it. Let's Not do it. Let's do a real deep one on that someday. Let's do. I'll do a talk. We should do a, a stream where we just let's let's do the personal chat where we can really try and drop some real knowledge because there's so. I just always try to avoid it, but I feel like you and I could probably have a really deep. deep oh, man, gotta dive into that shit. It's like yeah, no, because I think it's important for people to hear it. Like there's a lot of men, especially out there, who I feel like are living that lie and don't realize how much it's hurting them. And not to like yep. tell them to live better, but like they just don't. You don't even understand. Like it's, you you can still do some of the stuff you're doing, but just be honest about it, and you'll be so much better off in life. Uh, and that's that's just it. Just takes mature and screwing up and hitting the bottom and lifting yourself back up to sort of see some of those truths. So yeah, let, let us. We're as I'm trying to wrap up. Let's not get into that now because that could go for a while. But I yeah. we will we will do a special episode for you guys uh, to sort of do that conversation because I think that'd be epic. But anyway, that was it. That Jesse's Jesse Smollett is in trouble again, and I I might. It sounds like you can't change my mind. It looks like give him a give him a year. Give him a year and uh, three years probation. I'll be happy with that. Uh, give him yeah. You mean a year in jail? Yeah, a yeah. year in prison and then three years of probation afterwards. Yeah, and honestly, I would be. I just do it. He'll be fine. Look, people can serve the time and come back out and rebuild. People love redemption yeah. stories. That's the problem. If you just keep trying to avoid it, you're no one's gonna ever want to be. No one wants to be with you if you can't fess up to what you did. If you can't even acknowledge your own fault and that you did, you effed up. Uh, that mm-hmm. that was it. I, I knew in my own case, like if I didn't at least fess up to the infidelities and some of the you know some of the behavior I did do, like I was dead in the water. Uh, you gotta, and I, it's not beyond even what people thought about me. It was just about how I thought about myself, you know, about how I could uh, live comfortably and happy in in, in my skin. Uh, so anyway, we'll get on to that. So anyway, uh, you're as your Skype. Oh, there you go. You're back. Um, for some reason it. It loses, it reframes. Uh, Ian, hey, what's up? Controversy, two bucks. Thank you, man. Ian, even fellas, we got to get you, Ian, on one of these streams. You could join Jody and I. You'd be fun in this conversation. Oh, yeah, that's your boy. That's your boy. What's up, yeah, man? I know good. he had a son, man. Shout out to him. Yeah, he's a good dude, and you should get, drop over. He should drop, you should have him Skype on uh, yours someday. He's a good guy. Go check out the controversy. Thank you for the support there, Ian, as always. Uh, but we're wrapping up, so that's it. I got, we were, I'd love to go longer, but um, I'll be back tonight. Over on Yin and Yang tonight at uh, what time? Are we doing the regular time? Early, uh, what time do you want to do it? Uh, we could do it on time at uh, 8 p.m. your time. That That's what it is, 5 p.m. Yeah, you're Pacific. going against Survivor, you ass. Survivor, the winners at war. This is the season 40. <laughs> They're all back. Oh, you watch that Survivor, you, you yes. Watch, you watch that Yes, yes, sheet. I can't wait. Don't you watch, you watch <sighs> The Bachelor's Club, too, don't you? Oh, let's do it. We should, you, I should make you watch an episode of The Bachelor, and then we should oh. do Oh, yes, next week. Let's do it. Oh. Watch Monday's Bachelor, and then we'll report on it Tuesday's stream. I saw a commercial <laughs> when I was in the emergency room last night. Is he on a plane? Oh, uh, let me figure out if it's next week. I want you to watch, like, the finale. No, it might be next week's hometown dates. That would be really funny. Make oh, you watch sweet. next Tuesday's episode, 
and then on Monday's an episode, and then you and I can do a recap on Tuesday about The Bachelor. So you guys should watch The Bachelor on Monday. It's two hours. <laughs> two hours of the of peter weber the pilot uh he's a mess he is a mess i think you'd like it man it's guilty pleasure fun as hell it is fun me and my girl watch it we just laugh at everybody (laughs) there is a scene oh my god that made me laugh i've never laughed harder and this girl's still in the running but she opened up this chant she went on this nuclear rant because they stole her champagne bottle that she brought from home and was wanted it with peter it was like you're like a housewife right now it was crazy no but dude she goes on this whole rant she's this crazy person because she's crying on the first night she's meeting this bachelor right and her first impression of this guy's like you drank my champagne bottle. I brought it all the way from home. I saved it for two years. <laughs> She's you losing were t- you it. Did a, you did a video she was on that. She was losing it, right? And then so then some other girl like uses it by accident. And then she fight like she the, the the bachelor like comes to console her and is all like I'm so sorry. She's like I can't talk to you. Literally night one, you're making an impression on the show. El- and, eliminated, and, bitch. And then no, so then he's like so patient because he's on TV. He's like so and brings her in, and he's like, "I got us a new bottle. Let's do it." And she's like, she dr- pops the bottle, and then he's like, "Should we get glasses or should we drink from the bottle?" And she's like, "Oh, I'm not, I'm, I'm easy." And she drinks from the bottle, and it just you can't drink champagne from the bottle because it it literally explodes we'll on her nose up. and her face. Yeah. It's on my Instagram and on my Twitter at the time. Dude, I've, I can't, my girl's looking at me like, she's like, I've never seen you laugh that hard in years. And I, I, it makes me laugh so much. It was the funniest I, effing I, clip on The Bachelor because the girl deserved it. And it was like karma. <laughs> butaki in her face. <laughs> uh, I'll find the clip and show it to you next time. I got to get, I wish I, I wish MO, uh, OBS let me do like clip drops so I could have like that one and Campy as a, uh, uh, can't be as John can't be as line. I want them you on like clip hot, jobs. I need hotkeys. Show me the hotkeys so I can like boo throw in the champagne cork when I want them. Uh, all right. Anyway, Justin Proper. The sub the subtitle is too long. Harley Quinn doesn't need to be there. She's on the poster. Just call it Birds of Prey and leave it be. It's not that hard. Justin, I love you and I appreciate the support. But you're wrong, Justin. You're wrong, bro. It is not a Birds of Prey movie. It's a Harley Quinn movie. Go Harley rewind. Quinn, you clearly yeah. showed up late. Go rewind and watch my reasoning because I talked about it. It's a it's a Harley Quinn movie featuring Birds of Prey. Uh, and when everyone goes to the movie, they're like, "Can I have a ticket to the Harley Quinn movie?" And then the people are like, wait, what's it called again? It's just stupid. Stupid. Uh, But anyway, there we go. Thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, We will be back tonight, yin yang, around 8 o'clock my time, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, So join us there. I'm sure we'll have some more uh, hot takes. Thank you, Jody, as always. Go subscribe to Jody's Corner if you haven't already. Uh, And we'll be back tonight. Uh, That's it. Adios, everybody. Bye-bye.